Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. It's the Round Ball Rock Podcast, Patreon Edition, starring Dave Schilling, Wade Boggs, Kobe Bryant, Joey Devine, Steve Garvey, Tristan Thompson, Tom Brady, John Keen, musical guest Gulch, and now the permanent host of the Round Ball Rock Patreon, Joey Devine. Hi, it's me, Joey Devine, your permanent host of the Round Ball Rock Patreon. And if you're listening to this on the regular feed, uh, congratulations, some news broke today and we were going to take the week off, so you are getting... A little bit of a bonus. You'll be able to hear the rest of the episode at patreon.com slash roundrockpod. Um, I'm here, as always, with our good friend, Sean Keen. Sean, how are you? I'm pretty good. I'm, I'm, I got trade fever still. Oh, boy. It's, like we said, uh, the incurable. only cure is more trades, <laughs> but then you're more hooked. Yeah, it's... Um, before we talk about that, though, real quick, yeah. I want to talk about a tweet I just saw, Sean. Please. Um, oh, it's not. News. It's not basketball related, but it's from uh, Adam Levine uh, from CNN, not the uh, other oh, Adam Levine, right. not not uh, Lamarcus Aldridge super fan Adam Levine, not the guy who's got moves like Jagger. No, not not. He's look. He's the Lamarcus Aldridge super fan. Don't ever forget it's that. The Lamarcus Aldridge of like pop music. <laughs> Um, this Adam Levine tweeted, new, three former U.S. presidents, Barack Obama, George W. Bush, and Bill Clinton, are volunteering to get their COVID-19 vaccines on camera in order to promote public confidence in the vaccine's safety. 
at Jamie Gangel reports. My God. <laughs> I'm sorry. I also had four. Exactly. <laughs> that like, is my question. <laughs> like, like, I do not understand this. Like, I, I guess it's from Ellen. Did Ellen set this up? Uh, yeah, she for, must have, right? Friends? It was Ellen or Ghislaine Maxwell. I, that is like the weirdest Wait, thing is that people. Just I know completely... who set it up, actually. It was Ennis Cantor. Oh, right. Yeah, right. yeah. Three yeah. <laughs> of those guys. Uh, remember when, when Cantor. Well, I have a feeling he had trouble getting through to Obama after um, calling LeBron James princess mm-hmm. when he was playing for the Knicks. Man, doesn't that feel like that happened? 20 years ago sure does um that is like one of the weakest moments of trash talk in the history of spoken word also listeners of the podcast i just want to thank you real quick for turning off your new favorite podcast the rogue bogues podcast (laughs) to listen to this show No, finally, Andrew Bogut will be able to say what he thinks. Uh, I, You know what he's not going to do on the Rogue Bogues podcast? Take the what, vaccine. I was like, I was like thinking about like the Rogan Bogues. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. Joe Rogan. You know what? Joe Rogan taking the vaccine on his podcast would actually make more people take the vaccine rather yeah. than these three then fucking war criminals. <laughs> Wouldn't, wouldn't everybody try to get the vaccine canceled? Like, ugh, Joe Rogan endorsed the vaccine? And then Pfizer's got to, like, apologize. Like, we we know he said some things in previous episodes, and he let those UFC fighters say that COVID was a hoax. And <laughs> well, first Bernie Sanders, and now COVID. So, uh, let me get this straight. This vaccine, uh, can you fill my... Uh... My deprivation tank with it, and I can just float in it. Will that work? Interesting. Interesting. Cool. Cool. Yeah, I read about that. That's pretty much what Rogan does during these interviews. Uh, cool. Yeah. Here's uh-huh. a question about Barack Obama. Yeah. Um, does he realize how disastrously this book tour is going for him? I I haven't been paying that much attention <laughs> because I'm like simultaneously so resentful of Obama and just mm-hmm. being this administration just being like, oh, it's Obama too. Remember how great things were for working people in 2015? And it's like, wait, no, it was, it was, it was awful. It was disastrous. <laughs> and meanwhile, at the same time, like um, everyone in my family is like listening to the audio book. Uh, <laughs> uh, and also like uh, my sister, my pregnant sister got a Barack Obama print for the nursery, mm-hmm. and the whole time I'm like, ah, uh, oh, you're like, maybe you should get on Twitter. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was also like, I was like, I like the Frida Kahlo one a lot. Oh, and Jane Adams, the first social worker, that's cool. Like, like, oh, Pablo Neruda, that's good. And RBG and Obama. Mm-hmm. Okay, is there a Nira Tandon one right next? There's to not them? a Nira Tandon. Yeah. You know, that she, the news hadn't broken yet. I oh, think, okay. It's probably Janet really Yellen. Cool did did they put Janet Yellen in the room? Um, all right, it's going to be in the room where it happened. No, was she saving up for the <laughs> Janet Yellen musical that Lin Manuel Miranda's going to write? And I've I've 
taking some some stabs at it myself. Anyway, I open up Twitter every day, and it seems like everyone is always yelling about three things. Uh, something Barack Obama said that has angered the left. Yes. And uh, something some dumb magazine writer has tweeted at not knowing that things exist outside of New York. That's a stand-up comedian. So no, yeah. there was there was also a writer the day after, if you remember right. Oh, Lux, um, Lux Alperton. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's like she, a dildo. She's still, like a, right. Yeah, she's like a porn writer. Not not that there's anything wrong with but that. She's also a. a she's a huge exactly, idiot. <laughs> you know, we love sex workers on this podcast, but uh, yet we don't like bootlicking Wall Street. Yeah, exactly. Sex, sex yeah. workers. You know what I mean? Um. <laughs> And uh, classic books. <laughs> that is, oh, yeah, that that's was the awesome. other but thing everyone's Twitter yelling hates, about. Uh, Moby Dick and Huck Finn. <laughs> uh, well, and don't forget, there's we're always on the razor's edge of starting Infinite Jest discourse at any moment. Oh on my Twitter. god! As, <laughs> which is so weird because it's like um, that's just a book that, much like Moby Dick, is just very like. Like, Infinite Jest is so off-putting in its structure. Mm-hmm. It's just, like, not a bold take to be like, hey, that one sucks. It's like, yeah, it's it, it's it's pretty clear you're going to be getting something pretty mm-hmm. ridiculous here. That, that oh, that there's 150 pages of footnotes? Like, that, I just, you can decide whether you're going <sighs> to like that book pretty fast. Whenever I read tweets about, like, women complaining about like dudes loving infinite jest i realize like how uh sexist you are no 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 (laughs) no (laughs) how uh like uncool i was because it's always the smiths and infinite jest and i was a heartbreaking work of staggering genius and replacements man it's like i was almost right there but like like the hydrox of that guy to Uh the oreo of the (laughs) infinite jest guy (laughs) well i i very much was like um i was an infinite jest guy for sure but not even like I was advocating for it. I was just like, well, I've read it twice. Mm-hmm. Like it clearly, clearly fits my brain. But I've never, I don't, I'm not sure I've ever like told someone I've dated to read a single book. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. But I'm just like, I'm just like, hey, this is a work of literature that's actually funny. That's like my determining right. factor too. Sometimes I'm like, yeah, this really weird Irish novel called The Third Policeman. Once you realize that much of it is jokes, you're gonna really like it. Also, also that is that is a big part of uh, Huck Finn and Moby Dick. Actually, mm-hmm. that uh, people like to authors like to fuck around with that stuff. Anyway, and your main character is not always someone you're endorsing. <laughs> um. <laughs> anyway, can't wait to see what book Twitter's gonna be mad at tomorrow. Well, I uh, just Obama's want. Gotta, doesn't he have to have like? Well, I guess he I guess he has his iTunes playlist that you're supposed to listen to while you read the book. Mm-hmm. So oh, he can't great. have a book unless he like drops a mixtape and then he can. Is Shay Serrano on the mixtape? Is is Shea Serrano on that uh, Spotify uh, mix? And wouldn't that be amazing if um, if if Barack Obama's book like this big touted memoir just had all these pages where you were like. 
There was like three sentences on that. Where's your graph? And he's just like he's just like ranking things in the White House. And you're like, what? didn't you work on this for a while, dude? And he's like, yeah, I've been I've been kind of kicking back. We've just been talking to Netflix. My dude Shay, <laughs> FLH baby. Anyway, uh, yeah, people were mad at Obama because of uh, I guess <laughs> Steph Curry interviewed him today. <laughs> Yeah. And also, you know, uh, the, the all the weddings he drone striked. Um, so here's my question: mm-hmm. like, Has the wor- have we gone into such like a different level of online dunk mode in the last five years? Because it even feels like Twitter made some adjustments that are like, hey, you can't just pile on people in the replies. And now it's like, yeah, the new ratio was quote tweets. Yeah, <laughs> it's worse. Yeah, oh, it's way worse. Because like, <laughs> it's like one thing. It's like it's like it's like doing like an unflattering caricature of someone <laughs> underneath you making fun of them. Um it <laughs> <laughs> like lets you directly like kick the person you're bullying into the middle of a circle and be like, look at that idiot. Yeah, it's like making it more confusing to retweet is like Really, Twitter being like, are you sure you don't want to say something mean about that sarcastic retweet you're doing right now? (laughs) I have said, Joey, sometimes when I'm retweeting you at Frankie Muniz, uh, I'm tempted to add commentary because of that feature. We can't get blocked. It's always just been like a clean (laughs) retweet. They all, all of those tweets stand for themselves. Look, if we ever get blocked by him, this show is over. That's true. But also, like, why would he block me? I retweet him all the time, and I've never quote tweeted him except to say positive things and wish him well. Just don't tell him to go to bed. That's how Lights Camera Jackson blocked me. Right, you have been blocked by child movie critic. Now, now a legal adult. Yeah. Um. Um. Oh yeah. So that vaccine. But like, what a weird like all star team. Mm -hmm. Doesn't it feel like like. Like, it's almost like a team of supervillains at this point. <laughs> it's like, oh, Bill Clinton, great. Uh, so this will work on uh, sex predators. That's good to know. <laughs> well, our friend, a friend of ours, who I don't want to name because the j- the joke is maybe a little controversial, texted me. Good thing Obama is going to take the vaccine on camera, just like that glass of water in Flint. Yep. Um, <laughs> we all forgot about that, didn't we? <laughs> Uh, anyway, um, it, this has been 15 minutes, um. Yeah, anyway, that's, but like, like, with Bush, it, that's not gonna reassure anyone that vaccines don't give you autism <laughs> if, if our second dumbest president, no, he's our dumbest president, right? I think Trump I think, is dumber. I think he's dumb, I, I think George W. Bush is, well. Yeah. Bush would at least read a piece but- of paper that, that you handed him. Yeah, but he made every briefing get summarized to one to like a single page. Sure, no but Trump refused to read the paragraph. He's lazier. I don't think he's <laughs> stupid. No. He, I mean, he definitely has the worst work ethic of any president uh-huh. we've ever had, and that is that. And, is, and again, that includes Taft. George W. Bush, a guy who'd spend <laughs> months on a ranch um, sawing branches apart yeah, like that he the was Secret Larry Service Bird. had like collected for him to chainsaw. <laughs> and that was like what he was doing um, while New Orleans was flooding. Uh-huh. Uh, 
<laughs> but anyway, like, yeah, yes, yeah, so you're like, oh, well, George seems fine. What network is going to air that? All of them? All of them. All of them. <laughs> I want to see Vice doing theirs where a guy's like, we're going undercover gonzo journalism. He's taking the vaccine, too. <laughs> Action Bronson takes the vaccine. That's who it would be for Vice, right? Mm-hmm. And also, Action Bronson should get the vaccine for his great work in the film The Irishman. Who should the first, which, fir, who's the first famous person you think who should get the vi, uh, the vaccine? Dr. Fauci? That's, that seems wrong. No. Come on. He's, we, there's plenty of him. <laughs> yeah, it, it, we're, it, yeah, honestly, like if, it was like almost a relief that Trump was going to fire him because it's like, I do, all right. We already acted like we really liked him. Like, we've, we've been through this with Robert Mueller already, where people are like, yeah, me. this hero! And they're like, we don't know anything about him. He seemed like he was antagonistic to a guy we didn't like, but yeah. kind of wasn't. Like, he kept going to work. It wasn't like he quit. Like, I have to protest this guy. It was just like, Trump's just like, eh, I'm not going to talk to this idiot anymore. Um, okay, so what celebrity? Like, the person who deserves it the most? Mm, yeah, like who would you? Who do you think stuff. should get it? I mean, if, honestly, if they were like Don, Don Nelson, but yeah, but yeah. I kind of feel like he's maybe like a bad lifestyle example. Like, like do you do you really think Nelly is like that strictly social distancing? Yes. Think about where he lives. Well, Hawaii's kind of safe, I guess, but I think. <laughs> I don't know. He's probably he probably has some resentment as being like a bed and breakfast owner during mm-hmm. a pandemic. Do you but think he got a small business loan? Uh no, he doesn't need one. <laughs> no, he's very financially savvy. Yeah, but do you think his he got one for his uh his daughter who runs the bed and breakfast? Maybe. Nah, I, I think he's like <laughs> like Nelly was like investing in real estate in paperwork, the 70s, right? Um, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, who should get it? I'm going to say somebody, it, it probably shouldn't be an athlete. They've gotten some of the medical resources. Well, already. we're going to have little, to talk about a, that a in a smidge, minute. A smidge more than the average uh, American. Mm-hmm. Um, who should get it? Um, I'm going to tell you who my choice is. Okay, who's your Lou choice? Luol Dang. He's been through enough. Oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> Does it work on someone who's had, like, all the spinal fluid drained out of their body by, by John Paxson? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, maybe it does. Um, I'm going to say those old twins in San Francisco. <laughs> Are they still alive? I hope so. I should probably check that. <laughs> um, but also, it's a good, like, medically, it's a good... Oh, they're dead. They are not alive. <laughs> yeah, I have um, a feeling. <laughs> sorry. Twins. I mean, they made it to uh, they made it to age 87. Okay. So congratulations, twins. You know what? Uh, I think I've decided. Sean Hyken, okay. he gets it. Sean Hyken gets the yeah, vaccine. Yeah, that's the first that's the first famous person who that's gets the vaccine. Yeah. Um all right, we gotta get okay, to let news. me okay, I'll I'll all have right. a better answer later, but yeah. I won't pick someone who's deceased. All right, let's go to the news. This is Round Ball Rock News. Basketball news. For humans and robots. Trust the process. All right, Sean. Our first story. 
Oh, by uh, the way, I think Bob Dylan should get the vaccine. I don't. <laughs> well, I just want I just want like hundreds of sports writers to subscribe to the podcast, Joey. Well, then you say Bruce Springsteen, right? No, it's Dylan's like are the people who are going to like round all rock. Those are those are Dylan people. Okay, fair enough. With Dylan podcast. I mean, Dylan should obviously get the vaccine and everyone should get the vaccine. I just don't yeah. I mean he should get gotta it first. Be, it's got to be killing him not to tour, Joey. <laughs> Um, oh, you know what? Bruce Hornsby. He's who should get oh, the yeah. vaccine. I mean, first. he beat, he beat, beat Alan Iverson. If you beat Alan Iverson one-on-one, you get the vaccine. He's basically, and it's like, you can't, you can't in good conscience give it to Bill Walton, but Bruce Hornsby was sort of in the Grateful Dead, so. Right. Um, all right, Sean, uh, we played the news drop already, so we gotta do, we gotta oh, yeah, talk right. about news. Sorry, we gotta power First through. off, uh, 10% of the NBA has COVID. How you feeling? About I mean, this upcoming season. Nervous, witchy. Um, I mean, having looked at other professional sports, like um, the NFL just played their Thanksgiving game on Wednesday afternoon. Mm-hmm. It's not going great. No. It's not going to go that You know great, what the but... difference is, too? <laughs> What's that? Uh, the NBA plays inside. Yeah, that, that'll make a difference. Uh-huh. Um, but, but, I mean... Doesn't Joe Lacob have a solution for that, Joey? Uh, it's too soon. Oh, it's too soon. Okay. Yeah. Uh, no, this this seems like a bad idea. Like like it was when they decided they needed to do the bubble, which was really hard on everybody, but also did not lead to a super spreader event. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it's weird because it's it's hard to fault the leagues as much when the government gave up. Mm-hmm. When it's kind of like, well. I guess no one's going to get any help from the government at all right. from this. So I'm pretty sure it's kind of like, well, I guess there's – this is the Wild West. Like America just – there's not really any rules for anything anymore. Mm-hmm. So wh- why don't we give it a shot, you know? <laughs> it would be weird if the NBA, like, decided that um, they freaked out and they they finally were like, you know what? That one writer was right. Our politics are turning people off. And Adam Silver just does this about face and is like, reopen Phoenix, reopen <laughs> Orlando, reopen Minneapolis, reopen Brooklyn. And then like suddenly the NBA becomes this really popular sport. Like Spencer Hawes is back in the league. Well, as the an Rogue Bogues coach. podcast bumps yeah, the off, it bumps off and then, the Ro- Joe Rogan podcast. Yeah, yeah. It was like, no, we need this guy. This guy really knows what he's saying. And suddenly it just becomes this bizarre sport where like all these people are like, we want Nico Mannion. We want Nico Mannion. Michael Porter Jr. starts the All-Star game. Because of a write-in hit made from Breitbart. Um, I hate that scenario. Uh, no thank you. But I also hate the reality. Uh, uh, I am feeling... Like, I really want to watch Steph Curry play basketball again. But I also don't want Steph Curry to die. So it's like a weird thing where... Uh, also, I want to keep doing the podcast, and look, I could keep just reviewing James Dolan's songs. Yeah, we could. That's not ideal, but we will do it. Yeah, like, you J- don't... J.D. and Straight Shot was your most played artist on Spotify this year, Joe. I, I feel like I need to explain that. 
I was in the I was sheltering at home the entire yeah time with another person who doesn't like the music I listen to. So I only listened to a hundred hours of Spotify this year. Yeah, you're and, not in a car. Yeah, you probably <laughs> listen to like a lot. You, you you haven't listened to very much Rogue Bogues yet. No. Um, no Rogue Bogues, only Rogue Bosch. Um, been listening to a lot of Rogue Bosch lately. Um, but back to like, I'm conflicted, Sean. I, obviously, it sucks. Um, but it's good for business. It's not though. I don't think exactly. it's good for business. <laughs> but like, once all these, once the games start not happening because people have COVID, it fuck, it's gonna fucking suck. Yeah, and I, I also like elements of the bubble were pretty depressing. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> and, and it's gonna kind of be like that. Like I, I, I sort of think that beyond the pandemic, um, this is probably like as fragile as people in America have felt since maybe like World War Two. Is that a good example of people who are just really psychologically on edge? And I just sort of feel like uh, that compared to sort of like the accelerated uh, sort of like disdain for other people created by the Internet is going to make this sort of an ugly season for fandom. Mm -hmm. Like like it, it'll be a little too bitter. I just kind of feel like um, I don't know. Did I don't see a lot of like really uplifting outcomes from coming from this season you know no so but again we're gonna get into it. we're gonna get those division previews in there um I've, i'm working on my spreadsheet for patreon subscribers of uh hot spots in nba i'm not gonna do that i'm sorry i'm not why did i even start to say that <laughs> i was just gonna say no um yeah so um but i will say that impressively enough like while i'm not that confident in the actual season and in the season and the logistics and the travel. I am still completely convinced that the part of the NBA where we really live, um, the stories, the events, um, mm -hmm. that will never stop. It is like a self-generating machine uh -huh. of these amazing people. Uh, like just, just this week, um, Paul George trashed I his guess own we team. should talk about that, right? <laughs> I mean, just briefly, but like, <laughs> I mean, I, it wasn't really that interesting, except just that, like, it's amazing that Paul George was like, people need to hear from me. People need to know why nothing was my fault last year. Uh, I scored nearly a dozen points in the game where we got eliminated. Well, the other thing that Paul George did is uh -huh. he... <laughs> The, everything he was saying in that clip from All the Smoke was running exactly counter to what uh, came out in The Athletic today, where he was yes. like, we didn't practice, that's why we lost. And then The Athletic piece was like, uh, yeah, players were complaining because uh, Kawhi and Paul George were in charge, basically left in charge of when practices were, yeah. and they kept they were always canceling practice. <laughs> Also, it's also it's funny that that the players, the anonymous Clippers players quoted, still make made a made a point to say like, 
hey, it was actually fine that Kawhi didn't practice. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone hated that these two superstars didn't practice, and then three people are like, no, you know, Kawhi's earned this. He's, you know, he's won some titles. We we respected him. Uh, also, it came out that Paul George has one friend on the Clippers, mm-hmm. and his name is Reggie Jackson. Well, they re-signed him, so that's good. Um, yeah, I mean, he, he, it was lonely. But it, well, yeah, and then when you think back, you're like, wow, it's weird that... Um, the guy nobody liked in Oklahoma City and Detroit is the one person Paul George wants to spend all his time with. And then you think, wait, Reggie Jackson wasn't even on the Clippers until mid-February. So Mr. Los right. Angeles himself, Paul George, kind of didn't talk to anyone for four months. Is that what happened? Um, Very weird. Um, yeah. But that's why they call him popularity P. Uh-huh. Um, okay. Speaking of other news, uh, Sean, has anyone had a worse offseason, like, that didn't involve, like, ultra-serious crime than Malik Beasley? Uh, this is one of the weirdest offseasons I think I've ever had and I've ever read about, uh-huh. and that includes his offseason last year where he got beat up by that Denver Broncos player in his was, own apartment yeah who right? was sleeping with his, his wife yeah <laughs> wait that guy was sleeping with his wife apparently oh man this is not a great relationship malik um, um well so malik beasley yeah sua cravens mm-hmm. who is like not even a football player i think i've no, I believe the Broncos oh, no. cut him like two days later. Yeah, it was. It actually was not about his wife. It was about an Instagram model named Montana Yao. Oh, I thought it was. No, yeah, Montana Yao isn't that Malik Beasley's wife? Don't think that's I, his wife. I think it is. Uh, yeah, Malik Beasley's wife, Montana Yao. Yeah. Oh, okay. So yeah, <laughs> sorry. I or apologize. partner. I don't know if that's anyway. Yeah, it's his. That's Malik Fair. Beasley's wife. Yeah, yeah. You're. you're... You're right. Um, so, okay, so he earlier this summer had a troubling uh, legal situation where um, he was caught with like a pound of weed in his house. But that's like, I mean, whatever. He's rich. But, but we should mention Randis, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, he a family, a family doing a parade of homes tour. Mm-hmm. stopped their car outside his house, and he came out with an assault rifle and yelled at him to get off his property. And then they found, uh, okay, two pounds of marijuana. Yeah. Um, More importantly, though, what was with the two of, pounds? So that's bad. That's but not good. Bad. More importantly, though, what's the weird thing that was with the two pounds of marijuana? Um, Illegal guns? No. Something else? Yeah. Um, a note with directions of how to smoke the marijuana. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Which is like, I, I I don't even know. It's really hard for me to, I I just don't know. Um. Okay, so first, instructions on how to smoke weed. Yeah. Guns, not great. But you know what? The, the Timberwolves still extended him because they needed a seventh guard. But yeah, and, bad, uh, very bad. It was bad crime. But also, instructions of how to smoke weed, weird. That's strike one of weird off-season, I would say. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, okay, so recently, seems like the heat's gone down. The, you know, he's going to get a couple suspended for a couple games. 
this week, uh, there was a picture of him uh, pictured holding hands with another NBA luminary. Mm -hmm. It is Scottie Pippen's ex-wife, Larsa Pippen. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Who is? Uh, Formerly formerly the paramour of uh, Future. And I guess Tristan Thompson, allegedly. Uh Uh-huh. Sure. Um, I mean, who knows what's going on there? But uh, anyway, but but even though that was happening and his wife was not happy about him being pictured holding mm-hmm. hands with Larsa Pippen and apparently telling her he wanted to treat her like a queen, he was also emailing an additional mistress slash potential mistress. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, that 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 letter or DMs or whatever leaked. And it's it's an incredible piece of writing and well, it, is it is absolutely 100 percent. but i also want to point out the i mean this is all look we don't normally cover stuff on like this on this show usually we no, ignore no, it but, but, but the letter is so weird letter is what yeah um but i also want to point out i the person i feel real bad for uh, in this situation, obviously, I feel bad for Montana Yao. I feel bad uh-huh. for everybody involved, but uh, I feel the worst for Scottie Pippen Jr., uh, oh. who whose season started this week and was playing really well, and now he's got to deal with this on Twitter all day. Um, By the way, happy birthday, Malik Beasley! Just yeah. turned twenty-four. Congratulations! Like Scottie Pippen Jr. had to re- react to. It's a headline in the New York Post. Scotty Pippen Jr. reacts to mom Larsa Pippen Malik Beasley date controversy. Isn't Larsa Pippen? Oh, she's only 46. I was going to yeah. say she's twice his age, but she's only 22 years older than him. Mm-hmm. I apologize to Larsa Pippen. Although until he turned 24 last week. Um, anyway. Um, okay, so the letter. We've decided that we neither of us can really do justice to this incredible letter, no, right? Uh not at all. But luckily, look, we don't have the sultry romantic vibes no. uh in our voice. That's not that is neither uh that is not what you and I uh, our wooing style is not in our voices. I know that's surprising. Hi. <laughs> um <laughs> what? Uh um. So I talked to girls. <laughs> uh, wow, was Robin Lopez is here? But luckily, he's happily, he's happily with a partner. <laughs> oh, yeah, sorry. his no, his dog was... Muppet. Um, all right. But luckily, we do know someone. Uh, he's a very funny comedian, very talented artist. Uh, there was he was the only person I could think of to read you Malik Beasley's letter. To his mistress? Question <laughs> mark. Um, the the his mistress that is not Larsa Pippen, uh, and that is of course the wickedly talented Greg Edwards. Uh, you can buy his amazing art. He has a red line series uh, at gregedwardsart.com. That's amazing. Um, it features neighborhoods. Uh, and famous people where they're from and their red line neighborhoods. Really great. Uh, also the Black Flag series. Great art. Buy it at gregedwards.com. You can also buy his stand-up comedy albums at gregcomedy.com or follow him on Twitter at gregthegrouch. Here is Greg Edwards as Malik Beasley trying to woo your little hearts out. 
me and more. What's up, beautiful? Sorry it took so long to actually send this message. I wanted to make sure everything was worded right. Look, I'm just going to tell you the truth. My baby mama is in my life. We have love through the fact that we have a son. She is the mother of my child, and I will always respect her and put her first. Because if I die, she's going to be the one watching her. Probably the same with you. If me and you had a little Alina running around 10 years, that would be what it would be. Right now, we just playing the seed, and we're going to see where that goes. I don't know exactly, but I do know you working at DTC for a reason. To pay bills and do what you need to do. It shows you a strong woman. I want to know your needs, girl. I want to talk late with you. I want you to watch me play, etc. If you let me, I can take care of you monthly, if you know what I mean. What I want is to smoke with you, be inside you, laugh with you, get crazy with you. I want to send you flowers. I want to help your daughter. If you need another phone to talk to me, I'll do that. Just whatever has to be done. I don't want you to lose your daughter, and I don't want to lose my son. We just focusing on me and you, but still desire our needs. I real deal don't want you working there anymore. I want you to myself, besides you know who. But if you can do that, you can focus more and not worry about other shit. That's what I'm looking for. If you don't want to be involved, that's fine. But know I care about you. You will forever have a secret admirer. Poppy. All right, thanks again to Greg. Uh... Thanks again, Malik Beasley. Thanks we'll probably again, play Larsa that again Pippen. on Valentine's. Yeah, we'll yeah. probably play that again on Valentine's Day. <laughs> probably, yeah. Um, thanks again to Montana Yao. Thanks again to what was the Denver Broncos uh, uh, guy name? Sua. I don't remember. Sua Cravens. Oh, Cravens. Uh, yeah, uh, and thanks again, of course, to. Notes that tell me how to smoke the weed that I have that I keep next to it in case I forget. (laughs) Um, Sean, we had a trade. Time for the trade drop. Trades. That's right. We're talking about trades. Slash Capspace URLs. You remember we talk about Capspace all the time on the program. Slash Capspace. Let them know that you came from us. Limited time only. Terms apply. Protected picks. You can even create a beautiful website while listening to this podcast. Over 140 million people choose Wix to create their website. Create yours today. That's wix.com slash woj, W-O-J, to get 10% off. Rights to euros that are never coming. Enter code NBA at checkout for $20 off your first order. Expiring salaries. And if you missed it, we launched the Recapables Billions podcast on our Recapables feed. Treating people like they're assets and not people. ZipRecruiter.com slash low post, L-O-W-E post. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Even robots know that basketball is a business, so players shouldn't have feelings because of business. Trades. Sean. Mm-hmm. Is this the funniest trade in NBA history? <laughs> oh, it's amazing. Because what's great about it is that it's the the concept of it has been floating around like as an idea, as a joke, as like sort of like 
you know what this feels like to me, even though it's not directly parallel? What? This is this is to me like a panic wedding. Mm-hmm. Because they're both signing on to these guys for a long time. Mm-hmm. And the only real connection is that it's like they're sort of similar on paper. Like, well, they're both they're both owed a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're both athletic and play the both... same position. <laughs> uh huh. Um, I mean, one guy, one guy is sort of like, well, yeah, they're both like great athletes. One of them has played a few more games than the other in the past uh-huh. two years. Uh, I would actually say one of them is better than the other one, but aesthetically, I like the other one. Does that make sense? The worst one? Oh no, 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 absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and and I felt the same way and. Was was in fact like a big defender of this person. It's it's. And I don't even. I don't even really think badly of him either. This I is, guess we should. Well, let's, well, we let's, should say what yeah, the what's the trade? Is, yeah. uh, Sean, uh, the trade is the Houston Rockets. Tillman Fertitta's Houston Rockets trade Russell Westbrook to uh, Ted Leonsis slash Ian McKay's in uh, Mackay. Washington in Mackay in Mackay right. in Mackay. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> Washington Wizards four John Wall and a 2023 lottery protected first round pick. The protections slowly diminish, but it will be a first round pick. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think by 2026, probably. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So that was that was the deal. Houston got a pick back. So I guess we have to have our Russell Westbrook versus John Wall argument here, right? Which player would you rather have? Oh, I mean, and I mean Russell Westbrook, right? Um, but which uh, but which I, player I, do you like watching more? John Wall. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> the, the the answer to this is completely because John Wall hasn't played in like two years, tore his ACL and destroyed his knee. Is that mm-hmm. am I correct I, in all of those? Didn't things? he also like fall down? Well, he hurt himself. He tore his ACL in his house while he was rehabbing yeah. the other injury. I mean, I look. You can speculate about what John Wall may or may not have been on at that time, but he was definitely on like pain medication. Oh, for sure. I uh, just, I mean, there's know. been plenty of pictures of John Wall that appear that he's on pain medication. So, um, <laughs> um, and also apparently, and also television phone. interviews. Um, a doctor said that they thought, yeah, he's he has looked a little bit intoxicated from time to time. Yeah. Ever Which since I think is 2018 charming. where that photo was taken. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, and then uh, there was also that that interview, I believe, was Stephen A. Smith, where he kept his his sunglasses on the whole time. Remember? Um, <laughs> uh, well, so what they what so what happened to John Wall? Just to just to recap, um 2019 season, he's out with a heel injury. After being out for like two months, he just has, um, he had removed what was called a bone spur the size of a Lego. Mm-hmm. And it, that was apparently like rubbing up against his Achilles tendon for years. Yeah, that's not great. And then, um, and then right after he had uh, the surgery, he slipped in the shower, apparently. And then t- then did tear his Achilles. So he, it, maybe the bone spur was the only thing stabilizing the Achilles at that point. Mm-hmm. And uh, now he he didn't play since then. So he hasn't played in yeah like two calendar years. Uh, but I but I always really enjoyed him, even though 
that that Beal Wall pairing was like, yeah, they're probably going to lose in the second round this year. You know who like, the big winner in this trade is, though? Uh, Bradley Beal? No, these the uh, Houston area strippers. Oh, uh, my God. Because, Wall and uh, Harden. Wall and Harden, yeah. Uh, two famous, two guys famous for spending lots and lots of money in strip clubs. Uh, has, do you think John Lucas has already called John Wall? I don't want to think like, about that. Me, That's I'm just uh, <laughs> I'm just saying. Uh, no, it's just it's just it seems like there's a certain extent where Houston is like the most almost like low down party city. You know what I mean? Like there's so many strip clubs. Like there's a genre of music basically inspired by codeine. You know what I mean? Like you, you can't always say that about other cities. <laughs> um. But just on on paper, like I kind of I, I sort of get it for both teams. Like Westbrook is definitely okay. Okay, there is an argument that the Washington Wizards are like the most forgettable franchise of the past forty years. Forty? Well, like I just okay. So they won the title in seventy eight. Mm-hmm. I honestly couldn't tell you more than a handful of their players between then. And Michael Jordan. Well, it's, it's like a handful. Like I don't. Yeah. Like when did the when were the bullets kind of good? I don't know. They had Moses Malone. Mm-hmm. Um, they had Calvert Chaney. They drafted Rasheed Wallace. Uh, at one point, they had Chris Webber and Juwan Howard reunited, mm-hmm. but kind of nobody cared. You're forgetting about uh, some height freaks too. Well, yeah, they had they had Marissa on. They had Manute Bull, but like for a year. Mm-hmm. They right? also they drafted Muggsy Bogues. Uh-huh. Uh huh. <laughs> but but like I don't have a good sense of when those people were on the t- <laughs> like. W- what's the most memorable? Sheed Sheed was on their team. Yeah, very briefly. Yeah. Like, 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 <laughs> Chris Weber's there and no one like remembers his career in Washington at all. It feels like he went from Michigan to the Warriors. He blew up the team. And then five years later, Was on he ended teams. up in Sacramento. Yeah. Like, like it's like uh, he got like arrested for pot at one point. I think he made like one all-star team. At one point they were trying to start like Weber, Howard and Murison at the same time, I think. But it's like, there's not even that many memorable busts. Well, but what I will say is uh, in the early 2000s, they had one of the most fun teams in the NBA. Yeah, 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 that's true. They had, they had the, you know what? That's, that's fair. Actually, I just feel like there's a black hole between like 80 and 2000. Sure. Because Gilbert Arenas, wildly entertaining. Uh, John Wall, wildly entertaining. John John Wall, Bradley Beal. Yeah, yeah, You know what? That's right. But I just. It's it's we it's just weird that it feels like there's 20 years where we're not <laughs> sure what even happened in that city. Well, what I'm going to tell you right now is I was talking about this in the Discord today, available patreon.com slash roundrockpod. Uh-huh. Um, to me, this trade makes no sense for the Rockets and makes a hundred million sense for the Wizards. Yes! Uh, because Russell, Russell Westbrook and Bradley Beal are a playoff team in the East. They are, they they are Karan Butler and Gilbert Arenas uh, <laughs> reincarnated. A real fun seven seed. Let's do it. <laughs> well, also, also, so 
the Wizards last year were not a good team, but they'd occasionally put up like 140 points. Yeah. <laughs> and they have definitely upgraded in scoring with mm-hmm. this deal. So now you've got like a lot of fun dudes who maybe can't play any defense, but love to run and score. So you have like, you know, Westbrook and Beal, mm-hmm. Bertons and Thomas Bryant. Again, not, yeah. not known for his rim protection, but pretty effective scorer. And I just, I wonder, And the like, prince of the IDF on the wing. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> um, but then, yeah, you've got yeah, Denny and Rui, like, like two weirdo, like, are, are ja- a Japanese and Israeli forward rotation. Um, they really need just... some help on the wing, though. Uh, you know who else is there, though, Sean? Your uh, friend. Troy Brown Jr.? No, oh. your friend, Robin Lopez. <laughs> oh, yeah, Robin Lopez is there. I just... Like, especially because that 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 John Wall deal had what three more years to go? Probably. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Really it might know. be more. I don't care. I'm <laughs> I don't not, care. I look it up. I don't I, care. Look, I don't care how how much a millionaire a, a billionaire is paying anyone this year. That's my new thing. Fuck contracts. Get them out. Although of here. I I do think John Wall may have gotten a trade kicker. Uh, no, they ended up waiving it because it was oh. so far over this year's salary. I mean, that would have been that would have just been insane. He didn't waive it. it. No, the NBA waived it because it was so far above the max. Oh. It, it like oh. they couldn't physically pay it. <laughs> John Wall just doesn't get that. That sucks. Um, Adam Silver should have to pay him the <laughs> percentage of that list. But um, yeah, like like Bonga baby, East? Bonga's fun. Love Bonga. What a fun ass team! Yeah. Like, like again, not really a contender, but I think that's a playoff team. Yeah, I um, agree. And Russell Westbrook, like individually, is probably like the most compelling. You know, John Wall is really good, but Westbrook is like on a, a little bit of a different level. I think it is so crazy they still have Jan Mahimni on the roster. <laughs> well, he's been he's been doing a lot of um, visualization exercises, Joey. <laughs> With virtual reality, right? <laughs> I think he's off the roster now. I'm looking at Wizards roster, the NBA.com slash Wizards roster right now, and he's on here. I mean, they might not have updated it, but... <laughs> well, his, his deal expired, at least. Maybe he's coming back. <laughs> anyway. Um... Why not bring him back at this point? <laughs> uh... Let's talk about this from the Rockets aspect. Uh-huh. Um, let's assume John Wall is going to play and is healthy because that's more fun. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. How does he? How do he and Harden fit together? I feel like James Harden does not like to run, and by which I mean ever. I'm not just talking about in like a basketball up right. and down fast break sense. I don't think he likes to move that fast ever. Mm-hmm. So that's going to be a little bit of a limit. Um, it's fun. Like, like I do think, obviously, John Wall's athleticism is going to be diminished. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what a controversial hot take that was for me. <laughs> um, but I kind of think he's the kind of guy who was so athletic that obviously he's not going to be the same kind of just unreal shot blocking mm-hmm. dunker he's not jumping on top of a folding table saving yeah. a uh, basketball which is still <laughs> right. the most amazing thing i've ever seen anyone do Can on a basketball landed? court yeah, yeah. like <laughs> that's really crazy um 
but but I still think he will be able to dunk. You know what I mean? Like it's it, so that part. But of will it, he be able to do anything else? Because here's the kind of bummer thing about John Wall. Uh, uh-huh. John Wall came out of college, and it was like, oh my god, this guy is like if Russell Westbrook were an amazing passer. Uh-huh. And then he got to the NBA and sort of stopped passing to people. Um, well, he he ended up on a team where... Because that was the thing that rubbed Beal the wrong way. Remember, they would do the, like, he'd get hurt, and then Thomas Sadoransky would be their point guard, and then they'd win, like, four games in a row, and they'd all, like, shade John Wall in the media about how, like, it's yeah. better because they're sharing the ball. I just don't I just don't believe that. Like I, I I don't believe it's true. You know what I mean? Like it's I I don't think they were better off without John Wall. Right. No, I agree with that. I just mean how does that vibe with isn't is the are the Rockets if James Harden's even still there? Is it just going to be watching two guys dribble the air out of the ball for I d- I do not think that their uh styles match. By the way, Basketball Reference says that John Wall's nickname is Optimus Dime. Well, that is frankly incredible. <laughs> yeah, that, that rules. How did I not know that was his nickname? I mean, John Wall gets tons and tons of assists and uh-huh. tons and tons of steals. It does not seem like the ideal person you would pair with James Harden, however. Mm-hmm. But maybe they're not going to be like bombing away from three as much anymore. But I think they will, probably. I I have no idea. Weird trade! <laughs> I mean, I mean, it, it makes so much sense for... Like, I get it for Houston, but I kind of don't at the same time. Like, I mean, they just wanted to get rid of one of their upset yeah, players. Yeah, I guess, I guess they were... I guess he was pretty unhappy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, wait, why? John Wall's other nickname is Tupac? I don't... It, who knows? <laughs> but yeah, he did. He did like. I found him extremely compelling as a playoff performer. Both like, yeah, when he jumped on the scoring table, that ruled against well, the in Celtics. 20, <laughs> in 2017, he averaged 27 and 10 for the playoffs. Okay, Sean um, Russell Westbrook has three nicknames according to Basketball Reference. Okay. Can you name all three? Does Russ count? Yes, Russ is one of them. Brody? The Brody, but yeah, the I'll Brody. give it to you. Yeah. The um, third one's the hard one. Uh, I'll tell you right now, I've never heard anyone call him this. Okay, Admiral Triple Double. <laughs> no. <laughs> Beast Brook. I got that. The problem is that Eastbrook is a last name. Uh-huh. So. <laughs> doesn't work. Nope. I'm calling shenanigans on that mm-hmm. one. Uh, uh, yeah. Anyway, I, I, I love. I, I think Washington should be excited, but a little sad. I think. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I still think like John Wall was your guy. You know, like, mm-hmm. like it. It's, it's, it, it, it was. I'm sure it was time for things to end. You know. Yeah, but, but I also mean, like well, John Wall. Once they heard he was, they were trying to trade him. He was like, "Get me out of here." Um. Yeah. Well, it's just, <laughs> It's just like it's it's the it's not really that sad because he wasn't there for two years, but also mm-hmm. it's it's just sad because he he really was awesome. Like yeah, like a like a really truly cool player. 
but also Russell Westbrook is a truly cool player. So right. it's not, you know, if you're if you're going to say goodbye to your firstborn son, at least just like we learned in uh, the movie Face Off, you just want to replace that kid with a similar kid mm-hmm. <laughs> and then you're fine. <laughs> um, I just hope Mo Wagner once again leads the NBA in uh, shooting percentage. <laughs> Yeah, what a, again, just a delightfully strange team. <laughs> Gonna be fun! Uh, <laughs> Alright, we went an hour. I guess this isn't really a bonus episode, but uh, um, let's do some reader mail and uh, free listeners, we'll leave you here. Uh, come yeah, join guys. us over at Round Ball Rocks on patreon.com slash roundrockpod. Round Ball Rock? Five dollars yeah, a month to get the bonus episodes. You can get in that hot Discord for yeah. three, and uh, you know, buy a T-shirt. We have new T-shirt designs, so check them out. And um, uh, Patreon listeners, we'll see oh, you yeah. right after this drop. This is Round Ball Rock Reader Mail. Communications from listeners. Why do we call it Reader Mail? It is confusing for robots. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.